ain't nothing but hounded. Uh-huh. Star and the smart guy. And Shyla. You ain't Shyla. nothing but hounded. Da-da-da-da. You ain't no decom I like very much. Hey, welcome to a whole oh, new pod. Okay. A podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. Yes. And the home for great Oscar predictions. That's right. I'm your host, reigning Oscars champ, wow. Lucas Melby. I'm your other host, Jacob Telegen. I got a couple. And it's been so long since we made those predictions because we made it like in a timely matter that nobody even cares about the nobody Oscars remembers. anymore. But we predicted or Joker, put in our cho- choices or, uh, for picture, director, yeah. actor, and actress. I yes. went three for four, picking Parasite for best picture, Bong Joon-ho for director. I'm pretty sure I picked Joaquin Phoenix for actor and then... I should have picked Renee Zellweger, I guess. Everybody was like, oh, she's obviously going to win. And she did. And people were like, eh, whatever. Is that her Dustin called? No. No, he picked Scarlett Johansson. I, I got two. I got, I got Bung and I got Phoenix. Yes. So Joaquin Phoenix is kind of like, I guess, apparently the obvious one for the men. Yeah. Like Renee Zellweger, I guess. Everybody was predicting that she was going to win. It's like, I didn't even really hear anything about that movie. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen Parasite yet. I still want to see that at some point i don't know if i haven't seen it at the red box so i don't know if it's gonna be yeah i one that comes i'm kind of surprised not. that our one of our movie theaters in town which had shown it before that there's not sometimes bring it back after yeah. the award seasons they'll reshow stuff they but should there are subtitles in that movie so that's asking a lot for moderately sized minnesota town viewing audiences yeah but enough about good movies let's talk about a different type of movie a Disney Channel original movie, oh. as I think you probably picked up from my hilarious opening. The best song parody I've done thus far, I'll let you decide. It's a, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> but we watched Hounded. I think basically uh, the spiritual successor to You Lucky Dog. It's been 25 yeah. or so decoms since we've had a very yeah. dog-centric movie, and... I will spoil a bit to say that this is better than you, Lucky Dog. It's fun in some ways, but frustrating and exhausting. More exhausting. That's what I was in ways say. that we'll get into in just, a short while. Ugh. I even had an energy ugh. drink. We were watching this, and it's still like, ugh, all right, <laughs> tap, looking at my watch, tapping my wrist. Yeah, let's, all right, let's get on with this. Yeah. So let's oh, get on God. with this with the beginning, as Opening. we always do, which. Started off maybe not in the best foot because we just get a, a dog bone that is super low res, like 3D JPEG art. Yeah. There's a little artifacting going on, it seems, yeah. with hounded on it. And then we immediately cut to a weird animation of a student in a hallway yeah. going to, not the principal's office, the headmaster's yeah, office. Because they're at a. It's Wingardian Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. Oh. But the headmaster comes out it's a cartoon but it's really animated not really well it's kind of like a step above a storyboard but i think maybe the proper term is an animatic it's not fully colored it's black and white and the the headmaster is a wolf and the wolf bites off the student's head but it misses i don't know what's important is who knows we pan out to see that this is all within like a flip book that our main character jay is flipping through that he's animating because he's an artistic kid. Yes. But he's also a smart guy. Or is he the smart guy? Oh. 
He's the kid from The Smart Guy, which is a show I only have the vaguest of memories about, mainly that this kid was in it. Was that a Disney show? No. Maybe it was ABC, which yeah, is owned right. by Disney. Okay. But it's one of those things where... They had him where, on the payroll. As this movie goes along, I thought, reading the synopsis about this movie, that he was competing for a scholarship. It's like, is it in his contract as a child actor that Always he has be to be the smart guy? Yeah. But in this, he's more of an artistic guy. But yes. he's also smart. Yes. We see even further that he's artistic because around his room, he's just got like an easel. There's art supplies everywhere. We Posters galore. Yes, it's... Superhero stuff. Environmental storytelling. Showing, not telling. We see a picture of him and his dad with a baseball glove. It lingers there for a few seconds, and that's how we know. His dad be dad's dead. dad. His dad's, dad's dad. dad. Dad's right. dad. All right, we got one of the tropes knocked off is single parent yep. coming on. And we see that right away because Jay, this character, the smart guy, goes down to breakfast where his mom's serving it up. And she, long story short, says, oh, your grandma broke both of her ankles or something. And skiing. that's the last time we ever see her. Until the end of the movie where I don't yeah. think she says a line. No. But she says, oh, I'm going to so be gone. Parent all the way. So that was an interesting thing where the dynamics of this is not mom versus son or dad versus son or daughter or whatever because she's gone for a couple of days it's about a brother to brother because jay's brother mike is going to be coming home he's in the military or uh, it's not clear what age he is he's at some kind of boot camp or something he's at a military academy called uh stockwell starkwell and i'm not sure if it's like a military high school academy or because that's kind of what it sounds like because jay as the movie goes along graduates he wants to go to peterson which is this art school but he's in middle school yeah so it seems like starkwell is a high school high school military academy the mom also mentions that there's going to be an award ceremony coming up for this big scholarship that jay's competing for and she's sorry that she's going to miss it and jay's like "Eh, it's okay i won't even necessarily win it for sure and he doesn't at least not at first. So then we cut to immediately to see what Starkwell is like where Jay's brother Mike is leading a platoon that he's in charge of, of underclassmen, I assume. Yeah. And he gets called away to be talked to by his commander who's like, son, y'all suck at leading. They're afraid of you, but they don't love you. That's why their grades suck. Uh, no. Go home and take care of your brother and maybe you'll learn something. So... That doesn't really pay off in any way that he, his brother, they don't really hone in on him becoming a leader in the end. Well, maybe. Kinda. I, mean, but I, it, I mean, he has his role. Unlike other decoms, they don't really hit you over the head with it. So yeah. it doesn't really feel like it happens yeah, as okay. much. Yep, that's fair. Because they more focus once he comes in again later, just that him and his brother don't get along. Yeah. And that's more the growth that happens. Then we get to see where Jay goes to school, which is Columbus Junior High or Academy or whatever. No. It's some, I don't know, upscale, yuppie place, but it's still treated that Jay's not a rich kid because we'll meet the rich kid who's the son yep. of the headmaster. He's privileged. But it's a wild school. They like have like rock music playing. Yeah. Kids are going crazy. A girl's playing a weird handheld game system that basically just looks like a GameCube controller. And you can hear, like, video game noises. There's, like, no TV outside. So <laughs> yeah, she, she just, just has, has a CRT pulled up. Uh, and the headmaster comes and he's like, Takes hey! It. Headmaster Van Dusen, who is yeah. played by the same actor who plays Stan Sitwell in uh, Arrest Development. Okay. So he's a... 
he's funny in that show and he has his comedic moments in this movie and that video game console will show up repeatedly throughout the rest yeah. of the movie not the console the controller well yes i mean yeah. it's implied we never a see a console, console because it's just, oh yeah okay there's basically yeah, yeah, okay. supposed to be a screen there gotcha. but we never see it got yeah not any Ooh, video no. game system I recognize. No. Maybe it's a, a Tiger Electronic thing. Those crappy yeah. little handhelds. Fair. But to show that the the headmaster is a bit of a hypocrite, he'll be repeatedly shown playing, playing it with throughout the, yes. the movie. Be saying, hey, video games, rot your brain. But he plays it at any chance he has. Yeah. A lot so of different cuts to it. We're supposed to be like, mm, you hypocrite. You're such a <laughs> villain. And then the real villain yes. for parts of the movie is then revealed as a kid kicks a ball and it hits a statue, which then the ball bounces off the statue to hit a teacher. teacher. And we yeah. see everybody's favorite child actor, Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I think this is probably even Stevens' era. At least. Before, probably a few I years. I think it's probably concurrent, because I think the Even Stevens movie comes out in 2001. Okay. So, huh. I like Shia. I know he gets a bit of a bad rap. He's, he was at the Oscars. Sure. He he's had a troubled life that I learned more about because I watched Honey Boy just last night. And it probably came from child acting and the Well, he was a child actor and, and Honey Boy, which is a very good movie. I liked it a lot, is on yeah. Amazon Prime and it should be there basically forever, no matter when you listen to the show, because it was an Amazon Studios movie. Okay. And it's a movie he wrote while in rehab that is partially autobiographical <clears throat> because it's informed by his relationship with his dad who yeah. Shia LaBeouf then plays the father stand-in in that movie and his dad seemed like a real shitbag and abusive uh, mostly emotionally to his son but also sometimes physically so Shia didn't have the greatest upbringing necessarily no. and you know that could have related to trauma that has informed some of his Maybe not the best decisions he's had into his adulthood, but he's still been in some good movies. The Transformers movies, not included, but I liked... The greatest game ever played. I haven't seen that one. Golf but movie. That's not Yeah, bad. no, I, I'm aware of it. He's a caddy or yeah. whatever. Not Who's Your Caddy starring Andy Melanakis. Ah, is that a thing? Uh, I believe that's the name of it, yeah. Oh, God. Holes is fine, uh, but also related to Honey Boy with Honey is American Honey. He's just in all the Honey movies, mm. but American Honey was also a movie he was in recently that I liked a lot. He was in, obviously in rehab for, I think, alcohol and or drug abuse. So, yeah. you know, he's having been a bit of a resurgence. He had that movie, The Peanut Butter Falcon, which is why he was at the Oscars oh. presenting with his co-star who has okay. Down Syndrome. Yeah. So... He gets a thumbs up from me. Yeah. Just do it, right? That's the thing. That's the thing. Just Just do it. I don't know if I've ever actually seen that full. You've never seen the clip? I don't don't think I've seen the full video. I just am aware of the meme. And I know that led to him getting a lot of flack. Wasn't there like a thing too where he had like a live video somewhere? And he was like out in public doing like a live video? Yeah, it was a lot of stuff related uh, to I think around the 2016 election. Oh, is that what it was about? I, I don't, okay. stuff, I don't so remember what. It, yeah, I a just lot remember of there was a... alt right trolls went after him. Okay. And just, not that I disagree with his political stances. There, it's just he's also done some kind of weird artistic ventures recently. Yeah. But this movie's not really about him. And unfortunately, it's not. And, 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 and the it, criticism it, it, is yeah. that he could. It would have maybe benefited having more of him. Yeah, because he's, he's very talented. He's fun to hate 
you yeah. you love to dislike him. And it was it was weird to hate. Well, I mean, he's not usually the villain though in movies. He's usually like the goofball kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely. So it was kind of weird it. seeing him seeing him in this role being like a jerk. So yeah, it probably maybe it was earlier on in even Stevens' time or something before. He was more synonymous with... I guess I don't even know what he's like in Even Stevens. We'll find he's that out soon. Goof, goofy dude. <laughs> goofy dude. So yeah, then Jay is meeting up with his uh, super nerdy friend group, which is made up of uh, a girl in a wheelchair who I never learned the name of in the movie. I no. o- In my notes, I only refer to her as wheelchair girl. No. And then... The third friend who's always got to be like the really nerdy one. But this kid takes the cake as he is, he is the nerdiest he's a looking goober. and acting friends in any decom. He's yes. got Can glasses. Confirm. He's chubby. He's got braces. Uh, I don't know. He just he's a, not that I'm one to talk, but everything he says is just there's a ton of saliva in his. We mouth. don't get enough of him either. We only get him in that little bit, and then he, he disappears just, for a huge portion of the movie, but then comes we back. We get a up little segment, funny segment. Probably my favorite, yeah, sequence of events. But yeah, he's got a. He should have had a long career ahead of him, but I don't think no, probably. No, he did. unfortunately not. So as Jay's walking to class, he gets hit by a ball from Ronnie because he's just kicking balls at everybody you don't give a foot so th- we're already quickly establishing that ronnie who is shia labeouf's character is a villain and that he's also the son of the headmaster so ronnie van dusen quite a, a villainous name yeah then after he gets hit by the ball his kind of books fall everywhere so then van dusen sees that he's got this kind of flip book that we mentioned earlier with the wolf headmaster and he sees that it says oh this isn't very flattering for me I'll just take that, you fucking scamp. Yeah. And then Jay's like, no, it's got my speech for the scholarship competition. You should have thought about that before. Yeah, it is a, a weird place to have all just, of that. He's just doodling. Just doodling. He was writing and doodling. Doodling extensively this animation. Yeah, it was good. So Van Dusen has confiscated his speech. Yeah. And then Ronnie talks to the nerdy trio in the hallway and says, hey, yo, Guy's going to come over to my victory party for when I win this speech. And by you guys, I mostly mean the girl in the wheelchair. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? She's so. like, ugh, ugh, Shia, ugh. And specifically, it's not even just his house. It's his pool house, yes. which we'll learn is basically this small house that's basically his room because he's a, a hoity-toity rich kid. And Jay's very nerdy friend informs him that it's basically the greatest place ever. It's got it's got pinball, it's got video games, he's yeah. got like laser tag. It's the greatest. And then, oh man, I, I wish I we could go house. to the pool house. Not today, nerdy kid. No. So then the headmaster gives Jay's speech to Ronnie in his headmaster office. And it's not to say like, hey, use this speech as your own. He says, here, look at this. Use it as reference to come up with a better speech for the scholarship competition because your speech was about Jackie Chan becoming president and how that would be really great. Yeah. But what happens is Ronnie just uses the speech. He says, what the fuck? I can't come up with anything better than this. I'll just use the whole speech. Yeah. So then at the speech presentation, Ronnie goes first. He's using all of the words that Jay came up with and Jay's like, oh, he, 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 He's stumbling too, like, like he's... He's stumbling too, which is kind of funny. When yeah, he's, he's not a, a great orator, that. but yeah. his content is good because Jay came up with Stolen. it. Stolen. And he 
wins the competition or he's going to win it and by going Jay, by going green because jay just gives up because he's like well i can't give a yeah. speech now because well, they'll think i copied him yeah he didn't have another one prepared and as ronnie's leaving the the auditorium where he was speaking jay calls him out that hey you just won by cheating because you used my speech like don't be a, a poor sport and ronnie ronnie's just like fucking so what yeah. <laughs> so then jay goes and talks to the headmaster and the headmaster Papa. is kind of pa- just like, shia's dad remember no way would Ronnie ever cheat. And he's kind of like, oh, maybe he did. Yeah. He's trying to cover for Ronnie. So then the headmaster brings Ronnie to his office and Jay kind of sidles up to the door and starts overhearing what they're talking about. Hey, did you steal a speech? Yeah, well, fucking what else was I going to do? Well, you better destroy the evidence. Yeah. So Jay is fucking pissed. Yeah. And it gets worse because Ronnie is such a villain because as Jay's riding his bike home, Ronnie's riding his bike and he just comes up and kicks Kicks him down. (laughs) Like, what the heck? Kicks him. He crashes his bike. But as Ronnie's driving away, he sees that, or Jay, that is, sees that in his backpack, he's got a clear holder or whatever that he sees. Oh, it's my wolf comic thing. He did steal my speech, which is like, we didn't even need to go into that, no, but the idea yeah, we, is we, that he still has the evidence because he okay. did destroy yep. it. So I guess, yeah, that makes more sense. So then Jay goes home and he hears a message from his brother on the answering machine saying that, oh, my car broke down, so I won't be home for another day. No. And then he goes and talks to wheelchair girl who quickly basically just becomes his... Uh, co-conspirator, mm. his criminal accomplice who gives him all the advice for... Because we're going to be frank. Ronnie and Mr. Van Dusen are not great in this movie, but really, neither is Jay. He, no, he, he does he some does shady some, stuff. He does some bad stuff. Yeah. And Without kind of like uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, he just kind of gets away with it, and things work out well for him. Yeah. Not wrong. But the wheelchair girl says, hey... You're just as like, blam, 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 my life's so unfair. How about you do something? And she's sitting there with the dog on her lap, which is only there to establish that Jay says dogs don't like him, so he doesn't want to pet the dog. Mm. But then dogs eventually do like him because he's nice or something. Whatever, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Yes. So then Jay goes to the Van Dusen's house to do something. He sees them leaving to go to the award ceremony he's going there to find the the evidence yeah to get the his speech back but he sees ronnie and his parents going off to i think to receive the scholarship and their car already has a bumper sticker that says my son is the peterson scholarship winner or whatever and it's like wow that was very quick to get that and also Basically, that has to be like a one-of-a-kind thing because they only hand out one scholarship a year, so it's a very limited-run item. They're rich. They can afford to get that stuff. Yeah. So then he sneaks into the pool house because it is labeled on the door as Ronnie's Place. Signs are like, keep out. This is my masturbation hole. (laughs) So then he goes in, and admittedly, it is a pretty sick pool house. Yeah. He's got... He's got the pinball machines. He's got a, a leopard print. Everything he spread. said he had. And then as he's looking around for his speech, he starts to attract some barking comes yes. his way. And then we see the titular or the, the source of it being called Hounded is Camille, the family's show dog, yeah. who starts barking at him. And he's like, oh, no, quiet, quiet, quiet. 
And the dog barking attracts the family's maid who comes out and is like, Camille, Camille, come back in. And then Jay is freaking out because she's going to, the maid is going to start coming over, trying to get Camille, and she's going to find him in the pool house. Yeah. So, so he frantically looks around yeah. for something, you know, that can aid him in escaping, and he comes across a Jason mask. Well, a hockey mask. Hockey mask. Jason did not create the hockey mask, mm. but yes, it is most associated with Jason from Friday the 13th. So Jay throws on this. He comes out of the house, and the maid, to be fair, I probably would have been a little freaked out too. Ah! Yeah, she is. Ah! Spike Several those times. <laughs> like three or four screams. Yeah. And, and it's, but but it, he's running away. Yeah, he's running away, <laughs> getting further and further away, away from, from her. her. And, and she, she seems to get more and more terrified. <laughs> She's like slowly backing up. She'll stop and scream. Slowly back it up, stop and scream. That happens like three or four times, and she eventually, like, he's off the screen, and she's still screaming until yep. she makes her way back. So then the, he gets back to house. his bike and starts to ride home, and, but Camille follows him and is barking along the whole way. It's kind of funny, I guess, because she's following him across the town. It's not just a quick stop between his house and their house. It's They got across the street, and she kind of froggers across the street, creates a near crash as cars are slamming on their brakes. Ha ha, it's so funny. So then Jay gets home, Camille comes in, and Jadis is really acting like a total dick to the dog. Yeah. Jay's trying to watch TV, and the dog is just, it's hopping up on the couch next to him, but it just lays down and is like totally calm. And Jay's like, fucking get off. Get out, yeah. He's shoving it off and then he eventually lets it sit up there. But then he puts up a pillow as a barrier. Between them, yeah. And then as he's watching TV, he seems to have, his, his family has a cable package that is only war, war. It's only war. <laughs> because he switches between. It, like four. Four channels four because channels. some of the time the dog is reacting to the what's on the TV. Like, like it's scared or like it, it, it uses its paws. Its paws down from above to its To cover head its eyes. To cover its eyes. And then he switches to another channel. A workout. Boot camp. But they were doing workouts. So the dog started doing like jumping jacks. Yes. It is very <laughs> stupid. And <laughs> it made <laughs> sense somewhat in with what happens later on in this movie because the dog in a lot of ways like a cartoon animal where it does ridiculous things so i did kind of enjoy the dog covering its paws to just oh i hate violence (laughs) all right this war documentary or whatever and then jay's oh maybe she's acting so weird because she's hungry and this is a really weird scene where he gets some food out from his fridge he's oh what does a dog eat spaghetti and it's it's everything in the fridge he puts down the bowl of spaghetti and the dog starts eating it. And his reaction is, I couldn't peg it down. Like, oh. He's like disgusted. Uh. He's also like, excited, <laughs> maybe aroused. I don't necessarily, we don't need to go was, there. You know, weird, dude. He's a feeder or something. But then he just keeps pulling more and more a stuff feeder. out of the oh fridge. Oh my, whoa. I think we just discovered something there. Ooh. Hey, just because I know about it doesn't mean I, uh, uh. I participate. But yeah, he just keeps pulling out more and more stuff. Like yeah. a half a chicken deviled eggs or something it was weird it was just it was it, but it just keeps chili. eating it and, and the, the dog just keeps eating and, and it's like, a tiny oh, dog oh. it's like a dog you can uh, yeah i guess hand. we should have said the dog yes. is it's a show dog so it's a small little yippy dog yeah i think maybe a pomeranian is the the actual breed Pom- i'm not a i'm I, not I, caesar I ramon or whatever either. i'm not the dog whisperer but i think Oof. it is a pomeranian but it's not like they try to cartoonishly make the dog look huge or something no. 
which I should say, reading the Wikipedia synopsis of this movie before we watched it was very confusing because in short order, we'll find out that Camille takes medicine to control some of her bad symptoms. Yeah. And in, in the Wikipedia plot synopsis, it says basically at one point, Camille has had enough and explodes. <laughs> just explodes not explodes in anger or attacks or anything just explodes and i said what the fuck (laughs) that can't be true it's not but maybe i need to go in and edit the wikipedia entry of this movie because i thought this movie was going to go in a very different direction it goes in a certain direction that's for sure because after he's given her food then wheelchair girl comes back over to say she just shows up and you know not to say that people in wheelchairs can't get around but she gets around. She's just always there. It's not her parents dropping her off or anything. And she's just there. And she's basically like, Jay, you're fucked. Yeah. You stole the Van Dusen's dog. You need to bring that dog back right now. Oh, well, what if I just tell them? Yeah, you're going to tell them that you fucking kidnapped their dog? You idiot. But he he did, but he didn't, you know, because it followed him home, obviously. Well, you think that's how they're going to see it? And he saved its life. You could say that he saw the dog walking around the town and he saved its life from getting hit by cars. So Jay so who knows? Uh, listens to the wheelchair girl, brings the dog back, kind of like, Camille, go on, get. But she keeps no. coming back. Yes. And this is where we get... Some crazy... The first of many ridiculous scenes. And yes. this one is ridiculously horrible because the dog jumps into his bike basket. Yes. And by jump, I mean, we literally see a hand barely... Throw a puppet. A from like below puppet. the frame, throw this dog up and it's like, boing. And we, we did rewind it. And you can see the Six hand. Times. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you can see the hand. It's somebody's hand. Just, yeah. And I had mentioned to uh, Jacob that sometimes, and this probably wasn't the case with a lot of Disney Channel original movies because we've seen some on Disney Plus, which is yeah. where we watch this one too, where they just kind of get expanded into 16 by 9. And that usually just involves them zooming in on a 4 yeah. by 3 image. This movie was still in 4 by 3. Something else that happens with movies that go from 4 by 3 to 16 by 9 is sometimes. They accounted for what would be the viewing area of the frame. And then you can see sometimes stuff outside of that. Even so, still, like, that would have been shown in other... Yeah, know, what I'm saying like, is that doesn't account for what happens here. This is just them being bad. And it's not the only time. No. And we give Disney Channel original movies a hard time for the really bad graphics and how, hey, maybe you could have tried a little bit harder. This... It's maybe not hard maybe to only not like the second. Hands show I, I, up on I feel screen. like we saw maybe like a boomstick in like one of the movies, maybe like Xenon, maybe or something like that. Maybe but nothing to this. I level. mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not as honed in on catching yeah. stuff no, like that yeah, yeah. as something very clear, as, obvious. You know, we know this face. dog is not actually jumping in there, but they also couldn't be bothered to. The editor, maybe the editor. Basically, they weren't looking at the dailies, or they just were like, "That was good," and they weren't paying close enough attention, and the, the editor was like, "Fucking whatever." This is a Disney Channel original movie. Nobody's going to care. Because well, the, the dog goes off the screen kind of in the back of it. In, 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 yeah, in the back, basically they have back, to switch. And then it, it comes diving in from the So that it could be a puppet or whatever. And it's like instant. It goes off the screen in the yeah. back and it's bounding in from the front. We oh. are probably giving it too hard of a time. Uh, we care. And we're probably the only people that would care this much. Yeah. But it was it was something. Yes. So Jay gives up and says, whatever, you can come back. But he doesn't actually keep Camille in the basket. He just lets Camille run along with him. Yeah. So Camille comes back home and Jay falls asleep. 
Then the Van Dusens come home, and Mrs. Van Dusen, who I think his name is actually Eliza, Mr. Van Dusen is named Ward. Ward. So really, really 1% type names that you just, Eliza Van Dusen. No, thank you. But she's freaking out because she can't find Camille. Yeah. And Ward is like, fucking, I don't know, whatever. And she said, but I've looked everywhere. And he said, really, Eliza? You've looked everywhere? I find that highly <laughs> improbable. Ward, Ward hates this dog. He does hate he the dog. He hates this dog. We, we don't really, well, we can kind of get that vibe. But he literally, like, says later on, we, we, we hear him talk about. He has dog hair allergies. Yeah. And he once he finds that the dog's gone and he thinks the dog's gone for good, we get a hilarious scene of him just dumping his allergy pills in the toilet saying again. i don't need these anymore which ha is ha. you know he's gonna need 10 times the dose uh, yeah later on that's for sure and then ward goes in into the kitchen or something and then he gets attacked by the maid with a spatula because the maid hours after she saw jay in a hockey mask is still so traumatized that she's just been sitting in the house waiting for an intruder to come in. So she eventually calms down and tells Mr. Van Dusen that there was an intruder. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay, let's go see what's going on. So he goes out to the pool house and there's this loud music going on and he yells in, hey, Ronnie, is everything okay? And they're, yeah, it's fine, don't come <laughs> in. I'm definitely not masturbating. <laughs> go away. But he was. That rock music, you really cover up the sounds. Yes. So then Mr. Van Dusen's just like, okay, whatever. Goes back in and, and Mrs. Van Dusen says, no, don't you know what happens to Camille when she doesn't have her medication? <gasps> Cut to Jay waking up and Camille is terrorizing the house. Yes. And completely. it's a combination of like the real dog looking mad. And then they also have a fairly good looking puppet dog stand in where it's yeah. burying its teeth and growling a lot. And it's legitimately kind of scary. It's terrifying. There are multiple shots of this puppet dog throughout like the next half an hour. And it's, it's spooky. But it's... also something that is kind of disturbing is that Jay is kind of abusing the dog. Yeah. Throwing it around. So it's like stuff. It's like, this they, is a real dog. They, they build it up. And it's, it's like super, it's like a superhuman. It's, you know, it's like a, it's like a beast of a yeah. dog. It's realistically, it's understandable that he'd be acting this way towards a dog. But I just mean within the production of this movie is some of it seems to be uh, maybe going a little over the line with what they should be doing. It's nothing that extreme, but it's kind of just like throwing the dog around, which yeah. I'm not a huge fan of. But then he eventually escapes from the dog who's chasing him all around and he holds up in the bathroom. Yes. And this was a very funny scene because it shows the passage of time that he's read a bunch of magazines in the bathroom. Yeah. And if you allow a tangent, this reminds me of a very similar and traumatizing time I had in my life where I was trapped by an animal in a bathroom. Oh, my God. So I don't know if I've ever told you this story, no. but this would have been mid-high school during the summertime. Yeah. Uh, my friend and neighbor, Brad, who lived across the street from my house. Brad R.? Yeah, Brad R. Brad R. Shout out to Brad R., yeah. who I don't think listens to the podcast. No, but he had not. asked me, he and, him and his mom were like a decom uh, family. He just lived with his mom. <laughs> they were going on a trip somewhere, and they wanted he wanted me to go over and feed his, his cats. So it's gotcha. like, whatever. Brad's cats, I never liked very much. They were always, I think one did have some kind of instability issues where they were just really mean. And mm. like they had been known to claw people and like draw blood. So I was a little worried. 
But I just went over there and it's just like, okay, whatever. I take out the cat food that's in a can. It's really gross. Throw it on a plate. And then I went and Brad, as an only child, was sometimes spoiled with some stuff that I didn't have. And he had a bunch of Nintendo Power magazines. And I'm like, uh, oh, I'm just going to chill out here uh-huh. and read some Nintendo Powers. So I was there maybe 20 minutes, a half hour. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go back home. Yeah. I go to the back door and the back door, it was a two door system. One was open and I'm like, oh, fuck, because Brad's cats had also been known to escape. And I'm oh, like, oh no. I hadn't really seen the cats. I'm like, oh, shit, are they out and about? Yeah. So I got into this situation where I like close the door. I go looking around the house to find the cats. And eventually he has a two floor house. I went up to the second floor looking around and I go back towards the steps and then the cats are there. Oh, but then I step towards the cats and they hiss at me. Oh, no. And these are scary cats. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So Shit. eventually, like, the cats kind of just backed me up and I went into the bathroom. Oh, my God. And like Jay in this movie, I was sitting on the toilet reading <laughs> magazines. <laughs> and it got so bad where, like, they wouldn't go away that and across the street from my house was also a park. So I stuck my head out the window to see if there was anybody at the park. Be like, hello, help. Can anybody <laughs> hear me? Because... I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't get a cell phone until like junior year or something. So I didn't have a cell phone and I didn't tell my dad or anybody at my house where I was going (laughs) because it's just like, oh, I'll be over there for a short while. And then it turned into being a longer stay because I was reading the magazines. Nobody was at the park, but I was just like, hello, (laughs) help, cats have cornered me. (laughs) And I, like Mr. Van Dusen, had allergies to cat hair. (laughs) And what happened was... (laughs) I would start, I started sneezing really bad. And yeah. for whatever reason, his cat seemed to be afraid of my sneezing. Oh. So I was sneezing and they'd like back up. <laughs> so over time, I was backing them up by sneezing. Yeah. But then they were still blocking the stairs, but there was two uh, stairs. And I'm like, oh shit, I'll just go down these other stairs. I get to the bottom of those stairs. Oh, it's man. blocked with a bunch of boxes. So I can't get through the, and I'm like, oh shit, I should have known that nobody's ever gone down this set of stairs before. And then I turn around and the cats are at the top of those stairs. Oh, no. But luckily, that set of stairs had a bunch of stuff. And one of the things piled up was an I Spy book. So I just was looking through the I Spy book stuff for a while. And eventually, over time, sneezed my way to get past the cats. And eventually, I got out and... You never went back again. <laughs> and also, because they weren't home, they weren't running the air conditioning or anything during the summertime. So I'm just, like, fucking drenched in sweat. I get outside and then I'm, like, cold... And I go over to my house and my dad's working in the garage. Uh, what the hell like, happened to you? Yeah, he's like, where were you? And I said, Dad, boy, do I have a story for you. Jeez. And oh, that was my man. story right there. I like that story. That was actually really good. And the best part about that is, is I was so afraid of the cats clawing me or something. I was wearing pants. Yeah, oh. I wasn't wearing shorts or anything. I was being oh, a bit of a man. pussy, but <laughs> pun intended. So I could have gotten out of there. But... Jay is dealing with a much different situation because this Camille, dog can fly. It can jump apparently ten feet in the air. Camille, straight up, the shining yeah, shines her way through the door. As here's the, doggy. Here's doggy. She busts her head through the door, <laughs> and then just more craziness happens. There are a couple he, other kind of movie references. I it's like a twenty minute scene. Yeah, it just keeps going on. It's very much like the movie Mousetrap. Not the whole movie, thankfully, because I find Mousetrap 
exhausting and yeah. extremely stressful. The whole house gets destroyed. Yeah, the whole Everything. house is trashed, including, oh no, my dad's glove. Dad's glove, that was is, kind of sad. You know, that's just one thing he had from his yeah. pops we see at the beginning of the movie, and it's, it's ripped to bits. And he doesn't really talk about his dad ever again after that, or we don't have any other dad flashbacks or anything. So then he sneaks up because Camille is outside and the house is trashed and he sneaks up because she's kind of knocked out on the floor yeah. and he jumps on top of her with a laundry basket and then is taping the laundry basket down with duct tape as the dog is ravenously biting yeah. at it and clawing its way through it and looking pretty terrifying. Yeah. And then he wants to weight down the laundry basket with something, and he grabs a big glass vase container full of marbles. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Definitely see where this is going. While the dog is trapped, he, once again, gets advisement from his criminal accomplice, Wheelchair Girl, who says, hey, you should call them, but you got to use a voice changer. Yes. And I, where did the megaphone come from? He just had it. You know, kids just, just have voice changers. voice-changing megaphone thing. Yes, he had it. So he calls Mr. Van Dusen, and basically he stumbles into creating a hostage exchange situation where he's like, Hello, Mr. Van Dusen. I have your dog. Oh, fuck, you have my dog. Okay, sure. Uh, what kind of money do you want? And he's like, uh, what? 2000 No, $5,000. Okay, $5,000. I'll meet you at the park. Is that good? Because I don't think we mentioned it, but the father-in-law shows up and is like, Hey, I run the school, and I picked no. you as headmaster. You better get my daughter's dog back. So then Mr. Van Dusen's like, oh, my God. So then we start to feel bad for him, but no. we still aren't supposed to, really. No, he's he's still playing that stolen video game thing. Yeah, that that is true. This was one of the scenes where he was playing the stolen video game. So, of course, Camille breaks out. Marbles go everywhere, which leads to multiple instances of tripping. Yeah. And then... Eventually, he kind of, I think this is where he goes into the bathroom, or I don't know, he goes into the bathroom multiple times. I don't think actually she had Here's Doggied yet into the bathroom, but it doesn't really matter. That's just to give, setting the tone of what's going on. It's, it's wild. It's crazy. Because it, it is treated like a horror movie, because at one point, he's like, oh, I bet she's in that cabinet. Which is crazy, because how can a dog get into a cabinet? Yes. And in this case, the dog doesn't get into a cabinet. But it does later on in the movie. He opens up the cabinet. Oh, it's just a TV. And it's the music isn't quite there, but it's basically a horror movie fake out jump scare because then he's walking away and then she's on top of this very tall cabinet, jumps down and basically bites his lip. Lip and he's swinging it around. It's just swinging and swinging. And then he trips on the marbles to fly up. But the way it looks is it's basically we're getting a view from below looking through the floor that's clear and it's very much a shot that I think Vince Gilligan or directors that worked on Breaking Bad like to use where it's like somebody will be doing cocaine off of a table or whatever and you'll be looking at it from underneath. They, yeah, they tried a lot of weird things, I think. Like They just tried to just be different. Yeah, that was the, the greatest I, I, stylistic I like that. shot. That was cool. So then he runs back to the bathroom and yeah, this is where she breaks in and then he temporarily traps her. He falls into the bathtub Wraps her up in a shower curtain. Yes. Only for a short while because she shoots out of the, yes. the shower curtain he roll. It, he's, yeah, he brings her out and sits down by the by the fireplace. And it, it's jiggling around in there. And just, yeah, it literally just shoots out. If this shoots, was a different movie, like, he rockets would, out. this would have been the time where they could just have him errantly just be punching it. Because it can't be a real dog. You'd be like, bitch, fuck you. And it shoots out and it lands on the chair. And then it just starts like... 
Well, th- yeah, this is where it really amps up with the craziness because it grabs his pant leg. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, shaking it around. He falls over, maybe on the marbles again. She and tears off his pant it leg. off. Then he runs into the bathroom again. The dog slips through the hole it created. He's going out the window. And then it looks like it slips back through it again. I don't know if that yeah, was there just was like a, a weird, weird editing cut, error weird edit there. But as he's going out of the bathroom window, because it's just a main floor bathroom. Unlike my mm. floor, yes. which was, I could have gone out of the bathroom window at Brad's house, but I would have probably broken a leg because it was on the second floor. <laughs> but it comes running at him, mm-hmm. latches onto his shoelaces. Gotta and keep some shoes tied. He's hanging halfway out the window, and eventually it drops or he shakes it free and he falls out of the window. And he's like, fuck you! Yeah. I win, bitch! Yeah, but, but yeah, he doesn't He doesn't fall far. It's literally just, he just yeah. falls. But and, his yeah. victory celebration is short-lived. Because this is where Mike shows up. And he's showing up earlier. He said he was going to be there at 1600 but it's like 1200 He's like, you're 500 hours earlier or something weird. 500 earlier. Which, I don't know, if we're not wanting to go to the military school, Jay is uh, hip to the the lingo. And then Jay tries to keep Mike from coming inside of the house. He's like, oh, let's go out to lunch and have a Reuben. And I'm like, do kids like Reuben? They're into sauerkraut and Thousand Island dressing. But then he can't stop Mike. Mike goes in and he's like, what the fuck? Did you throw a party? Nope. Because they go into the kitchen and we see the cupboard is rumbling. And Mike's yeah. like, what the fuck is that? It's like it's- even greater speed than coming out of the, the shower curtain roll. The dog shoots out of the cabinet right onto Mike's <laughs> His face. face. And I, I that's not like a weird effect. That's so like they did that somehow. Yeah, it was like one of the better like a, dog effects that you didn't see a hand. And what, what they could have did, they, they might have used like one of those t-shirt launchers. No, that would have broken his there? face. I don't know. It was probably, it was probably slightly sped up. Sped up, maybe. Yeah, it was. It was a furry white bullet right to Mike's face, bites onto his lip because that's the best way to have the dog be attacking the person, and then they can just swing around a puppet or whatever. Yeah. And then a lot of stuff happens. Uh, more people falling on marbles. He gets up on a table. The glass table breaks. Eventually, they get armed with a dust buster and an umbrella to which the dog lunges at them. They bounce it off of the umbrella to, like, land into a chair. Yeah. They throw the dust buster at it, and then the, it picks it up. So then Camille's carrying this dust buster around, and she can't see. So then she runs into a kitchen cabinet and knocks herself out. For quite a period of time, they're like, oh, fuck, is she dead? dead. No, she's still breathing. <laughs> but after she knocks light, herself after, out. After the light twitches. And yeah, she lays, like, you see her laying on the floor and her legs just twitching. I'm like, Does he think it's like dead or really hurt? Is this it when was, the dog explodes? Even talking about it, it's exhausting. It was just. Yeah. Ugh. It was an exhausting sequence of events, but it's also probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I don't. I wouldn't have wanted the movie to be like that the whole time, but the rest of the movie kind of has its own zaniness that is also still exhausting and not as fun. Which doesn't make it a bad movie. No. So then this is where Mr. Van Dusen gets a house call from Mr. Columbus, the true headmaster, the shadow, the man behind the curtain running the school. And he's like, get the fucking dog back. <laughs> so then oh. there's a brief bonding moment with Mike and Jay where they're like, really handled yourself well with that dog little bro you fucked your shit up little brother and then it is short-lived because mike's like hey you fucking clean that up start exercising you ain't gonna make it at military school 
And I'm going to go fucking take a nap. Fuck off. Yes. Mike goes to take a nap. And then Jay calls Van Dusen again. So then they set up a meeting at the park to exchange money for the dog. And then Mike gives Jay a ride to the park in their Jeep. They got Camille all over long. But uh-oh, Camille wakes up from her unconscious spell. And they just go, ah, swerving the car around. And then drive it off run away and leave the doors open, which allows Camille to run around outside of the car and run off to terrorize the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah, It's like, I don't like this movie, but in Tommy Boy, mm. where they hit the, the deer and then yep. the deer wakes up. No, no, it, it is was... a funny scene. Yes. And got to give credit. Uh, you know, shout outs to uh, David Spade. Oh, the true wow. star. Of Tommy oh, Boy. My. <laughs> Then we get a, a decently funny scene with Mr. Van Dusen at the ice rink because the park has an ice rink and that's where they said they were going to meet. Yeah. Where he, for whatever reason, there's a guy skating around who then he thinks must be the guy with the Went up like, yeah, he like skated really close to him and he kind of like <laughs> stood there for a second. Then he kind of skated away okay. and then he followed him. And then he's like, hey, do we have some business to handle? And he's like, what? Some maybe doggy business. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, what the hell? And he skates away. And then, I have an exciting opportunity for you. And then headmaster's like, oh. And then he starts to skate away. But then it's like a weird, yeah. Then like, it like gets a panic stupid. moment where you can kind of see he's like, oh, oh. And yeah, he, he falls or whatever. On his back. And, and he's like, yeah, okay. Because yeah. he's old. It's funny. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. So then Jay returns home dogless. And Mike is pissed off and threatens to call Mr. Van Dusen. Because Mike does not know that Jay basically kidnapped the dog. He just thinks that Mike was watching or Jay was watching the dog for them and that he owes them money for damages to the house and all that kind of stuff. And then Jay's like, no, don't call. And they kind of wrestle and it's kind of harsh where Mike is twisting his arm (laughs) and Jay's like, that's my drawing arm. Stop. And then he's about to call and that's where Jay needs to come clean to Mike that, hey, I kidnapped this dog. Mike's pissed. Yeah. You fuck everything up. You're lazy. You never try. You're never going to make it at Starkwell. Well, I don't want to go to Starkwell. I want to go to Peterson and yeah. study art. Art's for fucking people that think they're better than everybody. And then he says, without the military, you wouldn't even have art because you wouldn't have freedom. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's a new argument <laughs> that I ever heard before. And then they go into a thing where I've been a father to you since dad died. So they're like really beefing here. So you think this might just go on for the rest of their lives? You suck. I hate you. I was crying and I went into your bed and you shoved me out. I don't remember that. Okay. And it's just, yeah, we just had this zany, really heightened craziness with a dog attacking people. And now we have this over the top brother drama. And then I don't even really remember how they settle things out. Things are just fine. They're just like, okay, I guess... We gotta get this dog. We gotta sort this dog out. And then they're just the best brothers, and there's yeah. no issues the rest of the movie no. between them. They're just a, a perfect team. This is a lot So it's not out. so much that Mike, which is set up in the movie, oh, you're not really a good leader. That doesn't come into play. It's just no. now he's a better brother because, I don't know, they understand their differences or they put their differences aside. They bonded over a wild dog. Who hasn't? Am I right? Huh. So they're like, all right, well, fuck this dog. Fuck Van Dusen. <laughs> We're going to work together. Van Douchebag. Oh. There. Oh. That was a good Got one. Got him. 
So then next day at school, Jay gets called into Mr. Van Dusen's office and it's, oh, he knows somehow, yeah. but it's a fake out because Mr. Van Dusen just wants Jay's help to yeah, find well, yeah, Neil. Yeah, like he's almost about to admit that he did it. He's like, I'm so sorry about, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kinda, whatever. Like, Dogs are kidnapped all the time. It's very rude, you know, yeah. very typical case. I yeah. want you to make 300 posters. Yes. You're the president by of the hand. student council. By hand. You cannot print them. You need to make them by hand. Yeah, so he meets up with his student council buddies who includes the triumphant return of super nerdy friend. <laughs> yep. Who's no. like, this is so hard. Why can't we just photocopy them? And he's like, they've got to be super colorful yeah. and whatever. Him. But he had, or Jay had consulted with Mike. And this is a thing where he's kind of purposefully sandbagging. And so I think the reason they're not making photocopy posters is because it will take more time. And then Jay throws some of the posters away. He throws, yeah, he throws them a lot. And he does not recycle them. He just throws them in the trash. So then we get kind of a quick series of events where Jay's doing stuff with these posters. Mike's calling Mr. Van Dusen. And the... Yeah, he has a voice changer. And he's doing it on a payphone for some reason. So all these people are walking around in the background while he's using the, the megaphone. Yeah. To- and then he makes Mr. Van Dusen do really stupid stuff like go to a bakery, buy a cake... Go outside, sing. Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, and then eventually Mr. Van Dusen gets fed up. He does like some other weird stuff. Yeah, we'll get to another one later on. But the real highlight of this is Jay tasking the super nerdy kid and this other really dorky guy in the student (laughs) council to go hang up posters. And either the dog attacking scenes or this is my favorite sequence of events. Probably this because it's very short. But they are really stupid and they're like oh gee this is so much better than making posters we're gonna do a great job you can count on us jay and jay's like yeah yeah fucking whatever okay see ya and they go to i wish there was actually more because they really only go to two places places. they go to a car wash yeah and they're like well they're gonna have to see they're gonna have to stop all their cars getting washed to you know, read the poster and like they're inside the actual yeah, car which wash. Is... They're not like in like a room. They're in like where the water is. And there's a car being washed behind them. And they're not getting wet until. Yeah, it's a very contrived thing where the poster goes up. It's fine. They walk off and then there's a stream of water to wash it. A lot of water. Away. Just, yeah. So the so that's that's fun. And then the other place they go is they're like, oh, we got to put this on a, a stoplight. Oh, yeah. Stoplight. Because yep. whenever people stop, uh, uh, the kid's like this. He's like, yeah. feels like so pressured. Like how, <laughs> like somebody's putting a gun. He's like, where are you going to put this poster? Oh, we'll put it on the stoplight because uh, when people, people have stop. to stop, they'll see it. Okay, let's go do that. So they leave the rest of the posters behind. On top of a garbage dumpster. Yeah, a garbage truck. And he even puts or, a yeah, rock. A, yeah, a dump. Yeah. He even a puts a rock. A dumpster. A, a rock on top of the. Yeah, so uh, it doesn't blow away. Yes. But as they're Careful. putting up the poster, I wouldn't you know what a garbage truck Waste comes management. by, picks it up, and then it drives away. They see the truck, and they chase after they it. They chase it for about 100, 100 feet before the one guy gets too tired. And that's it. We no. don't... That's Never see him again. I think, yeah, we see the super nerdy kid one more time at the end of the movie, but that he doesn't, like, say anything. No. It's basically... A loss. A real loss. They really could have used him more, and they could have used Shia more. Really, really underutilized. So then their great plan to attract Camille back to them is to load up a big duffel bag full of meat and just drag it behind their car. Yeah. Which works, but it also attracts all of the dogs in the neighborhood. But also, Camille is one of the dogs. Camille is apparently faster than all the other dogs because she's fucking insane. Yes. Grabs onto the bag with her teeth. 
They're like, yeah, we got her. Okay, slow down. Oh, no, it's a road close sign. They swerve. The bag swings around a tree multiple times, flings Camille off. She lands on a trampoline, bouncing bounces, around. She bounces. bounces off. And we see a hand. Get, she gets caught by another hand. Yes. And then a dummy or something gets thrown across the ground to be like, whoa, okay, that was a really, uh, really hard crash. No. And kind of maybe just sounds like we're all over the place, but this movie at this point is kind of all over the place. Yes. To really further show that, uh, Mr. Van Dusen gets called again by Mike, and Mike tells him to wear his wife's bathrobe and go to the bowling alley, and it is implied that he tells him to just roll a bunch of gutter balls. So he rolls ten gutter balls, Yeah. and he's like, where's my note? And he sticks his head inside of the ball return. Because he thinks the note was supposed to be coming back with his ball ball? or something. But yeah, I don't know where he got the idea to stick it inside. Fully inside. Yes, it gets stuck inside. He turns his head sideways, and he can't pull it out. And here comes the ball and just smacks him in the face. But also, the ball would just keep smacking him in the face. Yeah. Like, it would it, keep rolling. And, and, then, and, and sometimes maybe they not. come back pretty fast. Yeah. They have some Shooting speed out. and momentum coming with them. And like he probably would have died. But we just see later <laughs> on that he just has three circles on his Where face. Where the fingers would go. Even in like a cartoon, like black. they it's wouldn't like have weird. done that. They should just put like a big bump on his head or yeah. something. Or a bandage or anything. But just three holes is... Different. The bowling ball is full of soot or oh, yeah. something. Uh, who knows? So then Mike and Jay finally track down Camille, who has cornered a little girl in her backyard treehouse. And she's yes. like, Mommy, Mommy, help me. <laughs> and they catch Camille, and then she just settles down, and she's happy, which is really stupid. And then it's like, why? Oh, maybe because she's a show dog. She has a lot of stress, and she just needed to get that out of her system, so now she's calmed down. Okay, and this is where it's quickly put in that, oh, now Camille and Jay are best friends, even though Jay has done absolutely nothing really nice for this dog besides feed it all of that food, which still was kind of, it seemed like he had ulterior motives going on with how much food he fed the dog there. So then Mr. Van Dusen finally decides to get the cops in on the job. So then they start tracing phone calls they get from Mike and Jay when they're using the voice changers. Yeah. So then the boys have a dilemma that basically they can't return the dog because they'll get caught because now the police are involved. But they also can't let her go, just run around, because now that she's nice, they're worried about her getting hit by a car. Where before they weren't worried whatsoever, even the fact Mike was like, who fucking cares what happens to the dog? They were inflicting harm to it. Good riddance. Yeah. And then they concoct a scheme that is so, it just doesn't add up. Uh -uh. Where... Mike is posing as a BMX bike magazine salesman or promoter or something who then goes to the pool house door, knocks and gets Shia LaBeouf to come out, Ronnie. Yeah. And he starts interviewing him. So it's just to eat up time. So distract him brother. Yeah. But Jay is there with him. But the way Jay goes to get around to sneak into the pool house is he takes this must be circuitous route. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he's at some point. It's like, oh, he's in another person's yard. And he's he in like some horse stable. Dog. Yeah. And then the next thing he's by a house that has a horse stable. Like how fucking far away is he? This is Lord There's of the Rings. Shit. This is Bilbo unexpected Begging. journey. Frodo and Sam setting out on their own. He has Camille in a basket. Eventually he gets to the house. And this whole time 
Mike's been keeping Shia distracted by saying, oh, you want to win a BMX bike? Here, I'll ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah. And, oh, the questions are really random and it's really funny. Ha ha ha. Because I don't even want to go into <laughs> I don't want to go into it. Yeah, because he knew nothing about, and they're all basic questions he was asking him that were like, Obvious, other than you know, what does BMX stand for? Which is uh, bicycle motocross. Yeah, I, don't I think know. so. I never know what the X stood for. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a cross, right? Yeah, the X stands for cross. Uh, so then uh, Jay sneaks in through one of the pool house windows. He leaves no. the basket, and it's like, why doesn't he just get back out? But we'll figure out that for once he is a bit of a smart guy yes. and does set up some thinking. stuff. He leaves, he throws uh, the voice Megaphone changer in thing, there, yep. It's on the bed. he has a little moment, or actually, no, he calls the house the phone. House phone Presumably, the they're so house. rich, they had two different phone lines. Yeah. So he calls, Mr. Van Duren picks up, and then he's like, okay, this is the voice changer. Okay, you've got your dog, I give up. Okay, bye. And then he leaves the phone like, on what? to I, the cops. like, oh, no, we lost him. No, wait, wait, we still got him. So they have to hold him for two minutes. they have to have two minutes to be able two to Two minutes they need him. And then he's uh, saying his goodbyes. Or yeah, whatever. he has a heartfelt moment where we're supposed to be. Oh, they have such a connection, Camille and Jay. At one point, the dog barks, and Shia's like, "What was that?" So, and then the brother's like, "Oh, my stomach is rumbling." Yep. So Jay sneaks out the window. He does yeah. a, a bird call to signal that he's out. And then Mike runs away. He's like, "You didn't win the bike, you fucking nerd." <laughs> So then Shia goes back in. And he does not notice the dog. No. He gets on his bed, and the dog, and then they pan down, and the dog's like eating gummy worms. Yep. Why dogs, are there gummy worms on the floor, Shia? He's a nasty boy. Uh. The cops get the trace on the call, but they do not have this opportunity. And if they had said this, I would have fully forgiven this movie for anything. And they did not say, the call is coming from inside the that house. That would have been great. I do. But they're just saying, the call is coming from here. This is the same address. And it's like, come yeah. on, you were so close. Yes. So they run out to the pool house and they see that Camille is there. And I think it was, oh, the worms are on the floor. So it seems like he's been feeding her to distract her or whatever. Yes. They see the voice changer. And then Mr. Van Duren puts things together. And he's also like, stop reading those fucking magazines. You stole a dog. You took us for a ride. You stop did this reading so you, the BMX stuff. You did this so you can buy the bike. And he said this. What, are you trying to get a BMXer? <laughs> the BMX. Like, Which, Dad, stop calling it that. It's not a BMXer. Yeah, that is the best line of the movie. It's, Don't call it a BMXer. I told you. Stop he's calling pissed. it that. So then Ronnie is framed for a crime he did not commit. Yeah. So... Really not a super heroic thing for Jay to do, but hey, he gets good stuff in the end, so isn't that great? Grandpa comes in, he gets mad and says, hey, Ronnie sucks. He also sucks like his father, so he get. I don't know why it's Ward's fault that he says, oh, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. So then basically Mr. Van Duren loses his job as the headmaster. The grandpa kind of swoops in. He lets Jay give a new speech for the scholarship competition. He gets to win it. His brother is so proud. Then we see sometime later, Jay is, as the student council president, taking notes with the grandpa about graduation. So that's really cool. And then Mr. Van Van Dusen, I can't even keep track of it. Van Dusenbeg. He comes in and he has to serve them like sodas. Oh, how demeaning for him. He sure lost the villain, but then he loses even more because Eliza Van Dusen comes in with Camille. Yeah. Who has good news. Super happy to see Jay. Yeah. 
we also learned that she doesn't need to take drugs anymore because she was just stressed and she doesn't need to worry about it. And she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She we do see one scene of her and another dog standing yeah, next to each other, up. which implies they fucked. Yeah. So, oh, no, Mr. Van Dusen's like, my allergies are so bad. <sighs> it's going to get worse. Well, you can stay in the pool house because Ronnie's not there anymore. Bingo. Where is Ronnie? Attention. Yep. He's at Starkwell where Mike is leading him in his platoon and yes. says, hey, want to pop a wheelie because that was something he said as the bmx and then he takes thing. his hat off and he's, he like reveals himself as the man that was doing I the feel bad for ronnie interview. where he only he did one thing wrong but he didn't do the thing he was being framed of wrong no and then like his dad knew he stole the speech no so but yeah then he's at military school even though so the graduation is coming time. up it doesn't really make sense they should have got payback on the dad rather than ronnie well they kind of get both yeah, it's a, it's a two for one deal. Two birds Fair. with one stone. Two yes. Van Dusens with wow. one dog. <laughs> and then, yeah, if it wasn't clear, uh, that was a good one. Jay gets the full ride scholarship to Peterson the Art School. Hey, yeah. we see his mom for like one last scene where she just smiles encouragingly at him, and <laughs> that's the end of the movie. Rats a wrap. No, Jack. no freeze frame of no. There wasn't dog midair or something. So that was hounded. <sighs> Sometimes you know how you are when you watch a movie and you're just not always in like the right mental state. Like there's some movies I've watched when I was yeah. sick that I'm like, oh, I didn't like that movie. And I'll watch it later on and say, oh, you know what? That movie was totally fine. Just the connotations you have with it. Yeah. So I want to say maybe, you know, I'm a little tired today. I'm not feeling the best. But at the same time, maybe this movie is why I'm not feeling the best. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was saying. It's not like a, it's not a bad movie. No. It's, it's, I mean, it, of course it, it had like its flaws, the weird like hands or whatever on screen. But that didn't really take and away. Yeah, it, that was probably kind of added, added to yeah, it. Yeah, it added to our added enjoyment. Added to the enjoyment. But no, it was just kind of just like, like we said, it was, just, it was really, it was a really busy movie. Yeah. Was, just a lot, just, just a lot going on all the time. It was like always kind of like, ah, uh, I mean, there's there never like, oh, you know, we got to re reflect on ourselves. I mean, even with the brothers, it was like, let's let's get really mad. We'll reflect for five seconds. Then we're, we're fine. Yeah, there's not a lot of lessons like learned. A, yeah, this, it's, it's just... It's, <laughs> really, uh, the moments to breathe were just when Jay was talking to Wheelchair Girl, and she was just giving <laughs> him advice for how best to do other bad things. Uh, man, so, yeah, man. it's just kind of exhausting. And yeah. Uneven sometimes tonally as I mentioned earlier, between, oh, crazy attacking dog, and now extreme brother hatred. And then, oh, it's all over. Now voice changer making The Mr. roller coaster Van went off the track on this one. Dumb, goofy things. So, I it's not one I would necessarily recommend, but I also could see how, when it came out, that kids would have, kids would eat this shit up. It, yeah, it, it, it's a fun movie. Not really a great movie. No. It's no, it's no, I don't even know what I should say. That's one of those things where it's decomps. Really, the pinnacle is... Lucky dog. No, it's it's better than you lucky dog. Really, the pinnacle is don't look under the bed. But then even, there's other lesser movies, like Can of Worms has plenty of problems, and I do like to go back to that one. But Can of Worms had more going for it than this movie. But yeah. He's the... Smart guy. Uh, I think that's how that goes. So, as we are now dejected and energyless at the end of this long journey, 
Still not the worst one we've seen. No, it's probably just like a, a C minus or something. It's like, yeah, it's like in the middle, maybe, maybe a little bit below plus. the middle. I don't know. Yeah, it's there are not... parts of this movie where as the dog was attacking, if they could have just kept that going in a way. Like, I feel like if they had focused more on the dog attacking, I wouldn't have been as tired as when they switched to just like the goofy antics with Mr. Van Dusen. Because that just feels very... It was just up and down, up and down, up and down. What's the what's? It was like intense. Secret, what's the Agent Cody Banks? What's the other movie with the guy who gets all blued in it? Oh, ah, uh, I know what you're talking about. But I feel like it's just one of those movies where it's just Richie a, Rich. No, it's no. not Richie Rich. But it's just a movie yeah, where it then switched from crazy dog attack to let's annoy this adult, and that always is is kind of obnoxious. Big fat liar. Yes, big fat well, liar. There we go. Where Paul Giamatti gets all covered with blue. I've yeah. never seen the movie. I've just seen trailers. Yeah. So I would have enjoyed it. I think it would have still been exhausting, but there was creativity with the dog attacking. Yeah. That probably it, would have been was, hard yeah. to maintain for the whole movie. whole movie. But if it was still a greater part of the movie, I would have liked it more. Okay. But if you want to tell us how you felt about how Check it out. I mean, if you got some energy to watch that crazy movie, find it on it is It Disney is on Plus. Disney+. Plus. No. Though we're soon to get into some movies that are not oh, on Disney Plus, oh. but we'll save our anger about the service probably oh. till next episode when we get to yeah. one of those. But feel free to give us your thoughts about Hounded and any other decoms at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Like our writer, our fan Adele, who wrote in again Ooh. with the subject line of her email, it's not Quince. Ooh, oh, man. You have me intrigued already. <laughs> Hi, Lucas and Jacob. Disney Channel at the hotel this morning is showing Zombies 2. She's oh, giving us no. a glimpse into our future. Oh, no. Admittedly, our very far off future. Yeah. Caught a highly choreographed dance scene with werewolves? Why are there werewolves? <laughs> Did they run out of storyline with zombies? <laughs> I know the podcast for the whole zombie thing is a ways off, so I'll patiently wait with these questions. I shut it down quickly because I didn't want it tainting your entertaining retelling of it. Definitely not because my husband said Disney Channel. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, that is fair. I, I can uh, I can be with him on that. Did notice a fourth wall break from the main zombie character, so if that's an ongoing thing, I'm sure Lucas will be thrilled. Take care, Adele. So... I'm excited. That is that is definitely like Twilight <laughs> sequel. Where like, we'll get there like a we decade. We have vampires. Now we got werewolves. No. Which is, it is a weird combination because my understanding of zombies, it's kind of West Side Story or Romeo and Juliet type thing of humans and zombies. So I don't really know how werewolves really fit within no. the dichotomy. But hey, I'm still excited for zombies yeah. and I'm happy to see that the fourth wall breaking <laughs> snide commenty narrator type thing continues on for literal decades of decons. Jeez. That's yeah. We have Quince is probably the, the top of that, but even miracle on lane two, there was no. plenty of Frankie Munez, Malcoming in the middle in it up. Oof. So, well, thanks for writing in Adele. Yeah. Thank you for that glimpse into our future. Yeah. That excites me. And oh man, it, it might be a decade till we get there, but we'll, we'll get there. Guarantee, mark it down. I will enjoy zombies more than haunt, haunt, hounded. I almost said haunted. haunted. I feel haunted after watching <laughs> hounded. Oh. So yes, again, the email address is a whole new pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at a whole new pod, all one word. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob underscore Telejohn, J A C O B underscore T E L L I J O H N. 
Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, follow us on Spotify, subscribe, like, comment, smash that bell and like button on YouTube. YouTube. Go through like all the all the videos, sure. please. Leave a couple comments. We got a playlist and just like pop it on at work. Just yeah, have just a listen. Go, go through all, all of 27 or so episodes. It'll only take you, yeah, like a day and a half. Yeah, and I think that's pretty accurate amount of time. Non-stop. Jeez, thinking about that. Oh. That's how much time we spent recording. Content, you know, yeah. Basically the same amount that's we spent pretty, watching DCOMs. That's pretty wild to think about. Yeah, I think that's all we really have to plug. I haven't put up a bite. Oh, <laughs> I haven't man. put up a single oh, bite, God. so got nothing to add there. And we'll just tease you again, because I think we've already had one tangential story I've told you. But the last episode, Dustin signed us off with old coins best offer oh man and i will just again reiterate that and maybe we'll tell us you the story about that tale next week. next time next next episode next so installment. again in uncreativity old coins best offer Pudding. That's a good bail on film, though. But you want to know what happened is this damn-ass rock. Don't you just hate when that happens? See, look, look. You got thrown off your board. See the skid mark you made with the rock? And then here's the damn-ass fucking gay damn-ass rock. You want to keep it and pee on it? No, I want, I want to live. You can live, but do you want to keep the rock and pee on it? Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, oh. It's right here. Okay. You want to do something gay to the rock, like pee on it? Because that rock is effing ruined your line. But I got an effing good bail on it, huh? Why would, that, why would uh, nature do that to me? That's, Can you uh, stop videotaping me? Okay. <laughs>